What's going on, everybody? It is DJ CJ, one of your co-hosts for Dad's Office Podcast by Bros Giving. Welcome to another installment of the Dad's Office Podcast by Bros Giving. It's DJ CJ, Uncle Brent, Captain Fox, yep. The Fox, and The Archer, Rich McMaster, bringing you content on lifestyle, young adult living, comedy, girls, and just about anything that you can think of. Thanks for tuning in with us. Anything. Got a lot of great stuff planned for you guys in terms of uh, new content coming out on Instagram and Twitter, all that Big kind things. of stuff, Big and YouTube. And again, guys, if you guys want to see anything said at the beginning of the episode here, uh, send a comment into Instagram, drop a comment on YouTube, tell us what you think. If you want to be a guest, get out on here. Not very picky, man. We just want to uh, get you on here. If you got a story, if you have a story, come on and share it with us, you man. Just love to talk. Know. Super excited. Well, I love to talk, or we love to talk. No, if you just love to talk, come on. <laughs> yeah, get on here, something. man. Just say anything. We 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 got a we got a problem with talking. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what? definitely her, more of a CJ problem. Her, I have a problem with talking. So so obviously you guys remember my uh, mic'd up video from Campbell, right? Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, it. Dude, it's, I saw it. Classic. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the mic up video from me when I was at Campbell, go dig through Campbell Baseball's uh, Instagram and you'll find it on there. Yeah. And I was singing to myself and everything, and people were commenting or they're just talking to I don't know some of you guys or just some of my some of my friends from back home here, mm-hmm. and they're saying why does CJ talk to himself so much? And then Alex commented on one of the things on one of, on, on the post. He goes, "Oh man, I've been CJ's been doing this his whole life, man. I'm so happy that everyone else could see it." <laughs> yeah, it was like the perfect representation of yourself. And like, we all know CJ by being that guy. And then you know Campbell mics you up. It's like he's still that guy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because someone at practice the other day walked up to Logan and said, "Like yo, why is CJ always like singing and talking to himself?" And it's funny because I don't think I do it that much. Mm-hmm. I thought I've been much more chilled out since I got back home from Campbell since the summer started, and especially since yeah, you know yeah, starting baseball again this fall. But I guess not. I guess I'm still wound like a top. But I guess that's pretty good. We can make our own game show about it or something. No, nah, you've been more calm of late for sure. Have I? Yeah, maybe I don't know, it's just because like I don't know. Now you're playing better too. I feel like no, yeah, no, definitely, you. definitely, for and sure. the environment that you're in definitely has something to but do with that. I was gonna say that's just so true for like anything in life. I mean, when you do something like calm with like and you're just relaxed, you don't care. Like I always find better results when I go into something and like I care for it and that I have passion for it, but I'm not gonna let it like destroy my mood or whatever. I feel like I always go into stuff better that way. And it, it definitely. And it's kind of more so after you've. I think it's hard to just go into something that and just be relaxed about it, especially if it's something that that you're new to or that you have to work at. Because my philosophy was always all right work super hard at something and never let up and that was my philosophy at northampton and campbell but now that i'm back i'm like all right man mm-hmm. you've done just about everything you can to try and achieve the goal in terms of succeeding at baseball if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen but taking yeah, that pressure off myself has definitely has definitely been a little bit better and even with starting the podcast it definitely just thinking hey we're starting a little bit out of time we're going to start putting out some more content roll it out nice and slow it's definitely become more fun even though we haven't been doing it that long but i'm having a great time doing it so so now, sure. so now that you are home playing baseball, you haven't really touched on that much. Um, you said the pressure is taking off, so you are performing better. You just want to talk about how, yeah, how uh, your games are going, exhibitions. All right, things. yeah, I could talk about that a little bit. So definitely being at Campbell, and I don't know if you guys have seen uh, all the Instagram posts that they've been putting out, but our pitchers are like really setting the world on fire. And when I got there my junior year, we definitely had a great class of incoming transfers that pitch very well. The freshmen now and then the transfers that they got, like we had a bunch of freshmen last year that took home All-American awards 
and we have one one sophomore now that's up to 98 we have a bunch of other sophomores that sit 94 to 95 and then top 96 so just going into inner squads every single day and facing that and again not an excuse to not do well but it was definitely harder and now you kind of just ease off the competition just a little bit and our pitchers are still really good but it's just just a little bit easier and then in terms of taking pressure off yourself when you're in an environment like that where everyone's trying to get to the next step and the next step at the division one level especially when you're mid-major and it's the same for basketball and football like it's almost impossible to make that step so you have to do everything in your power to be able to change it and that just means everything we were doing on the field uh on a daily basis whether it was in the weight room in the morning and then what you were doing at practice and then what you were yeah. required to do not required to do but you wanted to do in your additional work after that so especially when you when you're not succeeding it definitely drags on a bit and the mental health i think of a lot of guys is put into question yeah, a little I mean, bit a lot of the time it's just like control what you can control and everything else will fall into place so whether it's sports or relationships or effort at work worry about you and showing up 100% effort, giving it all you got, not letting other like, because bad stuff's going to happen to you and adversity's going to hit you. And it's more about how you react. And yeah, not absolutely. The action happening to you. Because, like, you can control how you react. You can't control what's going to happen to you. And, like, that's yeah. something I've had to learn of late is, like, watching my reaction. Because, like, right away I hear bad news and I'm like, I want to snap. I want to freak out. I'm like, yo, like, F this shit. That's ridiculous. Like, how could you do that? And in the moment, you're just all wound up. And I just think you need to give it time let things play out you, that's out of your control you didn't know that person was going to do that to you so it's like okay i know they're going to do that i can control my response i can keep doing me like don't let people hold you down like that and you want to talk about something similar to that or no just to put more emphasis on it that's something that definitely comes with age and the more yeah I, and one of the mottos at campbell was um to build through adversity so we were always talking about adversity our coaches were and then as a joke in the group chat a bunch of times we're just like all right man more adversity, more stuff we don't want to do, but we're going to do it because it's going to make us better as a team. Mm -hmm. But you want to compare me to my freshman year at Northampton and to my you know, redshirt junior, senior year at Campbell, and it's a world of difference. It's like you hear bad news, and it's just like, all right, what, well, who who really cares, man? It's just something yeah, that we have to, to work, do. Yeah. So you know, what, are you going to sit here and complain about it? You know, what's pretty uh, funny about this whole topic is um, I was talking to a coworker today, and sometimes when you tell a customer something, they react in a really negative way and you know they kind of give you a hard time mm -hmm. so my coworker goes i wish there was just one day out of the year you can act that same way towards you know mm -hmm. the customer mm -hmm. and treat them how sometimes you oh, are treated dude, at the car wash <laughs> over four years so i worked there like from 14 to 18 yeah oh my god put some mambo grease in it people said the craziest shit to me <laughs> the craziest shit like how are you even aware? Dude, tell, you even, tell him yeah. about the pimp. Tell him about the pimp. Oh, the this pimp, is bro. This is the best car wash story ever. So, this dude this dude pulls up, or this chick pulls up, this pregnant woman in like a beat up Honda Civic. Like the thing was beat to crap. So, it goes through the wash, and it's not a brushless wash. So, the brush hit her mirror in and knocked it off. Keep in mind the car. Wait, how they knock it off? It's a brush, oh, dude. It's dude. You have you have no idea yeah, all the I stuff that even, can happen I in a can't car even wash. Get into, man, we'll be here for hours. But um, so her mirror gets knocked off. Her car comes out of the wash. She's like, "What the hell happened?" So we're like, "Oh yeah, we're sorry, you know." So we kind of like tried gluing it back on and uh, <laughs> like just holding it there, and it was not it was not folding. So we're like, "Fill out an insurance claim. It'll probably be a hundred bucks to fix." Yeah, and we'll cover it. 
that was a problem. <laughs> Let me tell you. So Mind you, the like, mirror, there's no way the mirror costs a hundred bucks yeah, to the get car fixed. Was maybe worth five hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> pop it out a yeah. thousand. But on a serious note, so she's like, I'm calling my baby daddy, not her husband, uh-huh. not her boyfriend, her baby daddy. She's calling. So we're like, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like this happens. This kind of happens a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, so um, she calls him. This dude comes ripping into the car, watching, like, dude, it's a hundred and ten thousand dollar gold and gray Rolls Royce, dude, pimping this dude, comes in like skid, like pulls in front of the tunnel to wash, and no one can come through, like skids the skids the tire out, like, and um, gets out of the car. He's like, who the f I need to talk to? We we gonna figure this shit out right now. This is like right now. So I'm like, oh crap. I'm like, I'm like fifteen. <laughs> 110 pounds soaking wet was it that long ago that this happened oh, yeah dude it was the longest so um he's screaming freaking out and this kid this one co-worker had only worked with us for a week and he was also from the city so he comes up he's like he's like i'm gonna handle this fool for you i was like all right yeah like that's fine so he goes up to the guy he's like i'm thinking he's gonna be like sarah calm down like relax he goes up to him and he's like we're not giving you your effing money back like get the hell out of here <laughs> So I'm like, oh shit! Like, what is about to go yeah, where's down? Yeah, the, where's the boss right now? So they're so they're screaming, right? So this dude, this they're in an argument, talking about fighting each other, and so, and um, he he goes to him, he goes, you and your partner are both gonna get popped, talking about me too. I'm like, oh no. no. I'm like, dude. So then I was like, guys, relax. Like, we'll call the police, and like, it'll be fine. So I just I call the police because they're just screaming at each other, like arguing. At at one point, he's like, they're saying each other's addresses. So they were like, um, 112 Brooklyn Street, New York. And he was like, oh, yeah, 112 Hoodville. And then I was going to be like, don't oh, say mine, please. 112 Shine Rock Road. Yeah, me, me, me. And uh, so, like, yeah, they're like, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Like, yeah, 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 the usual. So the cops come. He, the guy, the cop talks to the guy into calming down. He eventually moves his car. And then he comes up to me afterwards and he's like, yo, come over here and I'll tell you something. He's like, you? He dabs me up. He's like, me and you are cool. He goes, I like you. I like how you... He's like, I like how in the face of like adversity and people coming at you, you stay calm. He's like, but your partner? He gonna get killed doing that crap. <laughs> oh, I was man. like, uh, it's not my partner. I've known yeah. this kid for maybe a week, but uh, yeah, 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 I got you, dude. So he was like, yeah, respect, homie. I'll be back. I was like, no, no, you don't need to come back. It's all right. But uh, yeah, that's just like one of the many crazy stories from that place, dude. You don't want to put a $110,000 Rolls Royce in the car wash. You know, you know, in no. any car wash, man. You got to wash that by hand. Yeah, no. No shot. Just uh, touching on that story. So when we were in high school, um, we went to Giant one one night really late. I don't know if you guys were there. I think Bobby might have been there. It was a oh, bunch of guys. It was like me, Gifford, Matt Breen, Vinny, Joel. Oh, I know and, what story uh, you're talking about. Oh, I was yeah, there. We were all this there. giant, like, triangle, like, pyramid stack of, like, toilet paper. Oh, and I guess great. Uh, Joel pushes somebody, like, I think Joel pushes Vinny into the stack. Oh, yeah. yeah. He knocks it all down. And then. Jokingly. Yeah, they jokingly. Just, they just sprint out of giant. And of Classic. course, we're the friends. We're the you know we're the second ones there. We didn't leave. So I we, was grocery shopping legitimately yeah, yeah, at the time yeah. for, for hanging out that night. I was getting like pizza rolls and what's pizza and gluten free snacks. Yeah. So the the manager, the night manager at Giant, like comes out. He sees me, Bobby, Matt, and Gifford, and he's just talking to us. He's like, I don't want to see this again. I don't want you guys back here mm-hmm. past like nine o'clock. You're, you're like banned yeah, from here. Hold on. 
but so, there's other so stuff that happened before that so our group was banned from giant after 9 p.m but or like something like that how yeah. would they even know i forgot about that <laughs> well like, you're missing a key part of the story so when joel pushed Vinny into the stack Vinny did this overly dramatic like fall and Vinny acted like he was walking like they staged this whole thing <laughs> yeah so he's he's acting like he's walking by this thing, and Joel comes over and pushes him, and he does this full on backflop into the into the that's stack. Right, that's right, yeah. And the and the night manager was in the same aisle. He's like, "Oh my god, sir! Oh my god, sir! Are you okay?" He's like, "Are you okay?" I'm calling the cops. Yeah, and he's like, "No, no, you don't gotta call the cops. Just kids being kids." Because he didn't want it. He didn't want to get caught for like staging this whole thing. So I think Vinny left. Yeah. Right. Vinny Vinny left the giant that night. And then the night manager is like talking to us in a circle, and we're, you know we're just like yes sir, yes sir. Like he smells like absolutely stone. So like yeah, I don't yeah, think you're yeah, gonna yeah. call the cops at the time. But um, he's like yeah, he's like I like this guy. And he like points at Gifford who hasn't said a word the whole time. He's, just yes. he's like I, yes, really, I remember he's that. Like, I really like this guy. I remember that. <laughs> I really like this, and this guy. This whole time, like I've looked past cj and everybody in the back i see um mariana's mom there and it's like we first started dating i'm like oh jeez i'm like she's gonna see me like oh i forgot you saw it she's gonna see me in this group of friends getting banned from giant and this night manager it was the whole thing was a mess but it was just so funny and i'm walking back towards him i just finished grocery shopping i saw this whole thing go down and all of a sudden i'm about to go check out i went to go get more stuff because i'm like all right i'm not dealing with it i actually got to get snacks for tonight and Matt is walking at me, and no one else is like, "Dude, we're getting kicked out. You got, we just got to go." I'm like, "No, I just spent 35 minutes walking through the aisles picking all this stuff up. Like, let me just pay for it, and we can get out of here." Then he goes, "Nah, dude, we're getting kicked out, man. We're getting kicked out." So I was mad at that After point. Nine. Again, the stuff that made me mad was it didn't take a whole lot to make me mad back in the day, especially when everyone was over. We did some funny. Yeah, dude, oh, we, yeah. Was that the night that we went ding dong ditching in that neighborhood? No, I think that was a different night, but. That was Alex's first thing about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, we used to do some funny stuff, especially, and there's definitely a history with Vinny and Giant. He, like, there's so many times he prank called Giant. Oh, yeah. you remember that? Oh, yeah. He, had, he had the blue banana amazing. story. He would call yeah. Giant and he would plead to them that his bananas turn blue. My bananas turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I got these blue bananas. You remember the lady was like, oh, oh my God. He's <laughs> just like, yeah. I don't know what to do about that. I'm sorry, sir. And yeah. then he would just take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. And he would be asking, he would be asking for like a refund to hold. Yeah. Bananas are worth, what, 72 cents? Yeah. Is what we paid dude, for him for today. Speaking of the car wash. I just got reminded because you guys know the show You. Oh, yeah. yeah season with, three. Like, the Shield Killer. Yeah. yeah. So I think I had an interaction with Shield Killer at the car wash this one time. Oh, let, no. me tell you, let me tell you about this dude. Yeah. Same week Halloween Kills comes out. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I'm probably like 17 at this point, And it's like winter night, dude. No one's come to wash for hours. And um, this guy comes through. It's like 630. It's pitch black out. Middle of January. Yeah. He's like, oh. Which wash do you recommend? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> none. And it's yeah, 30, it's yeah. Cold. I'm go like, home. just go home, dude. So he was like, oh yeah, I'll just I'll take the eight dollar. Thank you, sir. And I was like, okay, I'm like whatever. Do you have backup here? Or are you here by no, yourself? No, it's just me. It's just me. Oh, that's scary. So he's going through the wash, and I'm on my phone on the counter, you know, scrolling through, and he comes out of the wash. And at that time, we don't do towel drives like past six. At the time, we didn't. I don't know if they do now. But uh, he's banging on the window. I look over, and he's there like, oh, come drive my car. So I'm like, uh, 
Okay. And so I started driving his car out there. He's like walking behind me, like staring at me and shit. So I'm you like, got to toss you in there. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, please don't kill me. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> but you got to drive the car. It's customer service, yeah, right. baby. So he was like, oh, yeah, I got a nice tip waiting for you if you can let me inside and get money out of the drawer. So I was like, I can do that. So he goes, oh, yeah, I'll just go in with you. I was like, no, 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 just stay outside. He goes, oh, no, no. Like, I just want to make sure. Um, I can tip you good or whatever. I forget, I forget why I let him inside. I should definitely not have let him inside. But like, you actually let him inside? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks Dude, like he's trying to I mean, rob you. He didn't, want, he didn't want him to kill you. He's so. a, remember, he's a serial killer. He's super convincing. Yeah. <laughs> he's super he's convincing. Like, whatever he said, it's like Ted Bundy. <laughs> whatever he said to me, I was like, oh, that makes fucking sense. <laughs> so he, I let him inside. <laughs> I get the money out. He tips me $2. So not a good tip. Yeah. So he goes, uh, what's your number? And I'm like, what the? Fuck? So I give. I write down a bullcrap number. He goes. So you work here often, huh? I'm like, pretty much every day you'll find me here. Yeah. He was like, nice, real nice. <laughs> and I was like, all right, like yeah, you can go. Like I'm like, we gotta close up. We gotta. I, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. He goes. Oh, what's your name again? And I just said some random name. I think I said like Brendan or something. And why'd you goes, make? Why'd you make it close to your regular name? Yeah, he easily you're like remember. You're like this guy is convincing. You're me. like you're like Bren. <laughs> you guys, are, you guys are forgetting that this is a trained seal killer yeah, yeah, for all I know. Yeah, so you're right, you're right. he's I'm I'm a 17 year old kid, man. I'm prime bait. <laughs> but uh, freaking. So he he goes to close the door and he goes. It was real nice talking to you, Brendan. He goes, I hope I can see you again soon. <laughs> Holy oh moly. And shut the door and he's like literally singing. He's like la 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 la, walking to his car, dude. Yeah. I fucking watched him speed out of the driveway, locked the door, ran to the back. Dude, oh my gosh. Freaking close, close, close. Kept my, car, kept my phone light on the whole time, like facing outside. But I was like, dude, that guy's a freak. Yeah. And I haven't heard, I haven't seen his face on the news or anything, but this dude was freaking weird, man. I don't, have, I don't have anything to that extreme, but the one night we were closing and um, I'm just bringing in like the chairs from out front and like the trash can from out front uh-huh. and the parking lot is there's like one car there and I thought it was empty. So, you know, I'm just like dragging this tractor in my back's towards the front door and we already walked the aisles. The store was empty. Uh-huh. And then I, I like I put the brake in the tractor. I closed the front door and I turn around. There's this guy and his son in the store and I'm like. Wait, no. Ooh, how did he get in here? And nobody knew how he got in here. And he must have, like, they must have ran behind me. I swear to God, like, mm-hmm. when the door was open, I was pulling in the tractor. They mm-hmm. must have sneaked behind me. But I got in. I'm like, okay. We pulled all the drawers. Like, all this guy wants is, like, a candy bar mm-hmm. and, like, a couple screws. Like, that's the other thing. Like, how did he get here? Why, considering Turkey Hill is right next to you that sells candy. Yeah. Like, why do they want to go to Steel's at 9 at night for... A candy bar, like Dude, yeah, weird. that is really weird. Now you, now you That's bring weird. it up. Dude, I didn't see he's freaky man. This was freaky. Too. I didn't see anything wrong with what he was saying at first, and I'm like, you know what? That is weird. Like because Turkey he, Hill is right next to. Even if he think about it, even if he was that guy in that car, and he saw us closing up, and me like dragging the chairs back in, mm-hmm. you think he would have said like, oh hey sir, like you guys still open? Can I get something real quick? But I think they just Even like sne- I think me, they man. just like sneaked behind me. One, the second you looked away. Yeah. Like, Once you close the doors or like at the car wash case put the cones out, as yeah. you said, like that was it. Like I always got weird feelings of people pulling up after that. Because mm-hmm. it's never good. Dude, the last the, customer of the day is never good, man. The worst never is uh, when I'm like sweeping <laughs> the floor true. and there's like people like knocking on the door during like a mm-hmm. storm. I'm like mm-hmm. 
Okay. We were open for 12 hours. Like, right, you had your chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Why do you got to pull up? Right? It is about open to tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, but I work tomorrow. Oh. Like, what do you, people <laughs> expect you to like 24-7 everything. It's crazy, Could've man. Could have came like 10 hours ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's... Yeah, dude, that's so nuts. Considering I always used to close at the car wash, but I never used to get sketched out. I just sit there on my phone and kind of just put my one, feet up. One and time too, I was in the basement there. Not to deter anyone from like working at a car washer there, but uh, it had a lot of benefits too. Anyway, I'm in the basement. There's, a, I know, base, there's dude, a basement. In I worked there for four. Yeah. Well, so, it's where all right. Because the oil shops on there too. Yes, you have the oil shop. Oh, so okay. they lift up the car and then they go under there to work under yeah, the car yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. So. Keep on, I worked there for four, I closed for four years, dude, so I, I was there a lot of nights alone, like, whatever, and, um, the one night I'm down there, on the ladder, turning off the one likes, and you use a ladder, and I hear Brent, and I'm like, turn around, I'm like, oh, like I gotta get out of here, so I stumbled on the ladder, I turn off the other ladder, I hear Brent again, so I'm like, like, please, please get me out of here, yeah, so I freaking sprinted upstairs, like locked the door, like locked the door, got out of there, sped out, didn't, didn't even look behind because I don't even do when I get that freaked out. Are you kidding me? No, dude. Like that was it. And that, that was it. But I do, I swear to God, because the first Brent, I was like, because people had always joked to me that the place is haunted. So I, anytime, dude, that is so anytime I heard something once, weird. I was just like, yeah, it's my mind like, being paranoid. Yeah. But twice, but dude, twice, uh, I was like, yeah. mm. dude, that stuff. I mean, I'm really religious, but that stuff, whether I was religious or not, is 100% real. Oh, yeah. And we hear all these stories. So my mom's mom, so my grandmother passed away when my mom was only 19. Mm-hmm. And she had a story when we were living at our old house, right? The original, the big house. She was talking about how she was home alone one time, and she said she heard her. Ugh, do I get chills? It's just oh, weird, geez. man. And you know, like, it was a, it's a traumatic experience. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm curious to creep She out, said right. one time her and Olivia were both home and they said they heard you but you were at you were at school or something that's right i remember that because yeah. i came home and she was like all t- freaked out and tweaking I, I, what like, was Whoa. weirder was i did come home like five minutes later like off the school bus yeah or i remember that yo remember when we got robbed yeah yo so one time cj and i what was that when they in? took the baseball stuff off your front porch no, no that's a different thing. Oh, we did we've been robbed five times <laughs> cj what how old were you when we got robbed and you were in the bathroom 10 so cj was like 10 we got we got off the maybe, school bus one time maybe 10 my dad left the garage door open with like a bunch of like mommy equipment or whatever. And uh, CD goes to the bathroom. And I'm like seven at the time. I'm like watching TV. And I look out the window. I see these dudes pull up in a pickup. These two dudes, like grizzly looking dudes. And uh, start going to our garage. So I don't, I'm like, oh, it's probably my dad like telling his friends I could borrow something. So I go up to CJ and I'm like, CJ, is anyone supposed to be coming? And he's like, no, like, no one's supposed to be here. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, no, no one's supposed to be here. So I call my mom, and she's like, yeah, no one's supposed to be at the house right now. Like, there's no one coming to get anything. So I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I'm seven years old, so I started, like, kind of like, like a pan attack or whatever. So I run over, lock the door. I stand outside. CD's in the bathroom door with it locked still. He never even let me in the bathroom. I don't know if you remember that. Well, I was going to the bathroom. Yeah, but I was, dude, yeah. Very brother here. You got to pick and, you pick and choose your battles here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll stand on that. I'll die on that hill. But, uh. I so, didn't believe you. I didn't believe dude, you. I, I like, literally what? stood outside the bathroom door clinching just hoping no one came in the house and no one did and mom and i came home a minute after they had left because they, they got in they did but like that was crazy we literally had t- and then and well yeah they took my dad's oh, leaf yeah. blower and something uh-huh. else oh, like wow. my dad literally came home and said 
dude, it guys, was freaky, man. What did you do with the leaf blower? And we're like, Dad, you probably left it somewhere. And he said, no, it, guys, it was right here. Dude, I was using like, it before ooh. I left this morning. That's why the garage door was open. Thank God it was like only that. But like we literally were robbed, so you know, yeah. when we were just home, like That's 10, weird, 7 years bro. old, dude. Because, yeah, keep in mind, there was no, it looked like no one was home because both my parents' cars were gone. Yeah, yeah so. the garage was just wide open, so they just rolled in. Mm-hmm. And from the road, you can at that old house, you could look in and you could see because we had three garage doors and a bunch and of windows. If, and yeah. since the one was open, you could see at the other two panels where or the other two spots where there would be cars and there were none. See, that's ballsy though because there's one way in and one way out. <laughs> but, it's the, a but the leaf blower was mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. If yeah, your you mom pulls in, they're done. Like because there's trees right, on both well, sides. Right, and she our, just sits there. And calls the our cops. mom came home like she was home like that because she started freaking yeah. out. I don't know. Did the police ever come? I don't. I don't think so. I think they reported like, "Hey, missing yeah. leaf blower," or that whatever. But then we weren't. You. But we were not allowed to stay at home alone after that. When we got home from school, we had to go. We went. We ended up going to my mom's daycare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and hanging. So yeah, that was in fifth grade. Because I remember she made us get go on bus sixty, and it was the. La- I remember the last stop on that entire bus run was her daycare. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I that remember chilling in the back. It was us, Justin. Remember him? Justin mm-hmm. M. I want to say his last name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was, and I know Brent had definitely has some more paranormal stories. Yeah, let's see. We can save them for oh, dude, Halloween. You know, you, yeah, 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 that's one. a good idea. Say, all right, let's say one. Say one. This is just funny. It's not scary at all. So once I'm freshman, you're having a bonfire at the house, and uh, CJ knows this one. And this chick, I think I was a bodyguard. <laughs> no, you, I'm I, with you, CJ. Yeah, I, don't know, I think this one was actually like four seniors Me, too. So you, Cassidy, this one, James. Yeah, no, that's it. That was eighth grade. That was eighth grade. Oh, but, thank uh, God! I was like, why are you telling that story? That's no, really no. be. Oh, that's, right? Yeah, that'll whatever. That'll never be brought up. But um, so freshman year, I know what you're talking about. My one friend, that's a girl. She's like, oh, come in your basement right now. It's like really freaking me out. It's like really scaring me. Oh, you know, oh, at like, the new uh, house. Yeah, yeah. At the new. Oh yeah! So I go from the fire yeah. pit. I'm like, oh shit! Like, what's going on? So I go down. Oh, there. I know where this is going. <laughs> I go down there, and she's just sitting on the couch down there. She's like, "Yeah, it's like really spooky down here. Like, you, oh, should, you should come. Wow, I really <laughs> got you, bro. <laughs> she goes, "You should come help me." So I was like, I look around the basement. I'm like, so naive, dude. I'm yeah. so naive. She's playing. And yeah, so uh, I was like, dude, there's nothing down here. So she's like, oh no, like yeah, like she comes on the couch with me, like in case there is something. And I'm like. Did you catch on at that point? No. Oh, <laughs> I had friends. no idea. She's throwing you a bone. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, give a dog a bone, but I didn't I wasn't barking. I was like or wasn't biting. I was yeah, turned around, I was like, There's no one here. Like, can you stop doing that? Like And I literally went upstairs, dude. I was such an idiot. I went back to the I'm party, not gonna lie, like, I probably would have been that so oblivious oh, too. Dude, fourteen year old Brent, you couldn't tell him anything, dude. He was You can still tell me anything and I'll probably believe it. <laughs> If I walked down there and there was a like Miss America was sitting down there, she'd be like, "I just saw a ghost." I'd be like, "Uh, no, it's playing a trick on your mind. Shut up and don't call me down here again." And I go back upstairs yeah, and do what I'm doing. But I don't know why Miss America would be in my basement. I wouldn't be down there with her, just you know, hanging out, playing Yahtzee or something, or backgammon, Yahtzee. something. <laughs> Any uh, that's just a good time. Anything crazy at Jersey Mike's happened, Bobby? Any crazy stories? Nothing really that crazy, but every night, like when we're closing at nine, everything will be clean. The grill will be clean. Mm-hmm. Slicers clean. People walk in like eight fifty five. You have to. You have to serve. I'm guilty. Oh. You have to serve. Richie did. Me, it to me. me and Gifford pulled up once. It was like five of, and uh, oh. like Bobby, Chipotle cheesecake, <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake. Something messy too. Something that they gotta cook. Not even a yeah. cold. It's, side. A, it's a different type of pain when you're friends pull up to your work and yeah. be like obnoxious and I mean, a bunch of stuff dude. imagine if they ordered a gluten-free sandwich 
Oh, those are the worst. Dude, if I, <laughs> there's, the worst, if there's one thing that I just never do is order a gluten-free sub from Jersey Mike's because I used to walk in there. Bobby wouldn't even be working because Bobby was good about it, man. And he, and they, he'd always throw in some <laughs> gluten-free cookies for me and all that. But you'd walk in and you'd be like, all right, can I have a Chipotle cheesesteak on a gluten-free on gluten-free bread and the whole place everyone working there just go that's <laughs> everything back like 10 minutes because you had to like sanitize it wipe it down and everything and then you got to get the bread out <laughs> but i don't i don't have celiac so i would literally say guys you do not have to clean it they're like we'll get fired if we don't clean it i'm like all right man and i felt so bad so the only time i ever yeah, did no. it again See, is when we had doordash or whatever i would just order it so i wouldn't have to deal with the deal people with there it. yeah what you ever hear about the uh, great negotiation at Jersey Mike's? No. No. So what I, pull is that? Up, I pull up a gift. I'm not going to say the guy's name. But it's like, <laughs> I guess he was a manager at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby's there. He's cool. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that uh, giant Chipotle cheesesteak. And we're like going down the line. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got, a, I got a pack of M&M's here, you know. How about I give you these? You give me the cheesesteak. No way. He's like, nah, man, I can't do it. And then like, <laughs> you know, they're cooking it. And then eventually, like two minutes later, I go to pay. I'm like, all right, I got my card. He goes, Where's those M and M's? I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw him the M and M's. He gives me the cheesesteak. Yeah. We just call it a day. Keep in mind, it's like a fourteen dollars sandwich. It's like nothing. A dollar pack of M and M's. Watch Jersey Mike's launches this all out investigation tomorrow. Yeah, right. Like an all out investigation yeah, has been down. launched with Jersey Mike's. They're looking March for the culprit that traded peanut M and M's for a fourteen dollars <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Bobby, Fo- Bobby Fox, former employee, has a, has our inside story, and he's waiting for you now. If you're, if you're hungry, though, on shift, and, like, you can't take a lunch break, and there's, like, eight hours left, you might got to do what you got to do. Dude. Well, if it's eight it hours. bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. I feel we used to fill up on those popcorn chips that were in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. The pops. I mean, but the thing is, I always paid for them. I always put pops money in the register. Yeah. I didn't know how to actually enter in the item, but I would always put in, like, I'd pay the price. So every night, the manager oh, that's closing is counting the jewelry. He's like... Damn, how are we over a dollar no, again? Yeah, dude. <laughs> seriously, like, and the thing was, like, there was not to like talk about this, but there was people stealing there, and there was people putting extra money in, so the drawer would always be like, oh, su- super off. Yeah, I think we so, helped it. Okay, yeah, we obviously for, helped it. Yeah, and we no, paid for stuff, but that's our boy. But um, yeah, that that was nuts. That's crazy. And what were we? I, oh yeah, just just talking about customer service. And this is more of like a motivational thing just for everyone to think about. But Richie, you said how there's just you just want that one day where you can give it back to everybody. Yeah, well, somebody was telling me they would love one day, like, just give it back. And the thing is... what's Hold on, not to cut you off. No, you're good. What's the worst you've seen a customer treat a, one of your employees at your store? All right, yeah, I like, like that. that like, oh, just, like, you were like, holy crap. Because at the, the car wash, I know people try to fight us a, a couple times. I don't crazy. know. It's just like, it's usually just like screaming, screaming oh. customers, like... It, like U-Haul is probably the worst clientele we uh-huh. have there, and it's like, dude, if we had a truck, we would give it to you, but it's not available, right? And they can't accept that. And I don't know. You want me to go out there and build a truck? I don't right. know how to do that. Dude, like, <laughs> yeah, we had a lady come in the cars one time, destroy the lobby because we wouldn't refund yeah. it. Yeah. Two bucks for tires. Uh huh. Destroy the lobby, dude. Two dollars. Swipe, swipe the tables. Keep in mind, there's families and their little kids. She's like, f y'all, f you, f this. Like y'all suck. Dude, throwing everything, drinks out of the fridge, dude. Oh yeah, but I mean, we've been talking a lot of bad on customers, but still, like, dude, you know you love seeing that one local that comes in. Oh, yeah. There's so yeah, many. You can know, chat them up for an for, hour. For every bad customer, there's like 25 good oh, ones. Oh, for sure, so. for sure. Yeah, not to That's beg. So true. 
some of the most generous people I met in my life were from that tip job. So yeah. I'll always be grateful for that. And unfortunately, the bad, like, obviously the bad ones stick out of my mind. Yeah. But yeah, there were so many regulars. Like shout out if you were a regular at the car wash that hooked me up. Dude, it's, it's just so like sports. Like that. one bad play, you know, you have 10 good plays. They're only going to remember that one right. bad play. Right. So. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept. Oh, it is. It's cutthroat, man. <laughs> and customer service is tough, but it teaches you a, a lot of lessons for real life. Because, mm-hmm. again, back to what we were saying with uh, you wish you could just have one day, you could let it out. But people do let it out, and we all tend to let it out, but it's never okay to. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. there's appropriate times to let things go, and it's never at work. It's And that goes for sports, too. So, any of you guys who are out there, and I used to have a problem with this, too. Like in eighth grade, I'd get out where it'd be oh, a bad out. I'd strike the, out. We oh, touched shit. on officiating bad, a couple yeah. uh, a couple episodes ago. Officiating about being yeah. handling mm-hmm. referees. My, yeah, we, we did no, not not you, that ties into it. But like, I would just throw my helmet and I carry on about something, and it's just like, why would you do that? And I, my dad, that was the one thing my dad always used to yell at me for was if I showed emotion in a negative fashion. Yeah. Right, and even yeah, even emo- emotion in a positive fashion. Right, you're out there. To prove to everyone it's else, gotta be in a steady line. Yeah, that that you can compete and that you can handle yourself under pressure in competition. And then even when you get into real life, if you do something back to a customer, you know, self defense is one thing. But if you do something back to a customer <laughs> or you give it back, like, <laughs> I mean, that only that only hurts the business, or that only hurts the reputation of your team. And again, giving it yeah, giving it back to refs at an inappropriate time, or slamming your or slamming your helmet, or throwing because your like back. When you're working a tip job and it's like a group effort, like at a car wash, you got to remember your actions could affect the other three people's paychecks for the day. So like, even if you're disagreeing with a customer, like, just do your best, just to just stay out of it, get out of your own head, and just let them say whatever. And if they're not like disrespectful to the point where they're like actually going to touch you or something, then just let it be and just remember you're representing something. Yeah, when you're splitting tips. Especially, yeah, right. yeah, especially when you're splitting tips and you don't get to keep especially, it. Like, I worked with like dudes who were like <laughs> broke, broke. So like I knew I had to perform too that day so they could help their family, like single moms and uh, single dads, just like people who are grinding every day. So you got to keep that in mind. I'm a 15-year-old kid. Yeah, I can make mistakes. But my actions are going to affect. So I learned at a young age, like, you do everything 100%. You go all in. And, yeah, you give your best effort every day. Yeah, 100%. So I think this is a good this is a good segue to work into what one of the main topics of our talk tonight was going to be. As I guess I get, I like to call it, what was it, phase three, Brent? Phase three of the bros yeah, giving. To the moon. Of the, of the bros, moon giving, landing. bros giving moon What's landing or to the moon is uh, our introduction to the fitness world. Uh, and our vlogging so a lot of what we want to do here at bros giving is we want to um, influence you guys we want to do uh fitness we want to do a lot of stuff on social media involving that and we want to vlog most importantly and again whatever you guys want to see let us know but what we wanted to talk about today is we're going to be starting a three-month fitness challenge and we're going to document it we're going to vlog it put it on instagram put it on youtube for the world of Siri, and this is really gonna, we really want you guys to be able to get something out of it because mm-hmm. it's not an Instagram account where someone's already jacked. It's not a YouTube account where someone's already got it all together and they're kind of just out there kind of showing you what it is. So you guys are gonna join along on our journey with four completely different dudes trying to accomplish four completely different, different goals. Mm-hmm. And what we wanted to do right now is we wanted to go through some of those goals, tell you what we're thinking and what our plan is for the next three months. So who wants to go first? Anyone want to go first? I guess I can go first. Yeah, you yeah, start, start off. Start off. On the table. So when it comes to my, I have a pretty good training age. I have a really great background in multiple different disciplines of training when it comes to, um, <laughs> of course, like being a division one athlete and stuff like that. The one thing, because the one thing that I 
really want to work on is I want to gain weight. I want to gain some muscle. So my goal for the next two and a half months or the next three months. Wait, no, when, was When's it? the end? end oh, it's only two months. Um, January 31st, yeah, New Year's yeah. Eve. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is going to be the last. So whatever that is, it's like two months. December 31st. December 31st. <laughs> two months in 10. <laughs> all good, all good. Oh, gosh. Uh, two, two months and 11 and 12 days or whatever. Whatever yeah. it is. So by the end of that time, I want to have gained 10 pounds and we're going to put up uh, body transformations, stuff like that, you know, if you guys want to. But that's definitely something that I'm probably going to do. So you guys will be able to see the progress with that. We're going to count calories. We're going to show you our workouts. I'm going to try and manipulate it because, again, I'm an exercise science major. I want to get my CSCS, stuff like that. I want to see um, if I'm capable of actually making my own program and accomplishing that. Because especially if I'm going to be working with people, whether it's in a chiropractic setting and I'm helping them rehab or I'm just training people, helping you guys out, or giving you guys advice, I want to prove to you guys that you know I'm capable of doing so. So that's my uh, part of the plan. That's my fitness goal. You want to touch on a, a goal weight? or what A goal weight? Oh, yeah. So I said 10 pounds. Right now, I'm at 204. So, or I know I'm at 203, so 213. And I fluctuate between 202 and 204. So I think 213 is a solid bet. I'm going to shoot for 215. So if we fall a little bit short, we're still hitting the goal. Yeah. So I'm 5'10", 182. I want to get a little bigger. I think I'm going to shoot up to 190 and then maybe cut back down to 180 again. So put on that layer of fat and then build that back into muscle. I think that's the best way to do it. I like my weight right now. I mm-hmm. think I think I could look a little better, obviously. No, I could look a lot better. I don't mean to say it like bragging. But, yeah, I want to jump up 10 pounds, probably cut back down then. And, uh, yeah, that should be the goal for the, the two-month journey. Right now I'm five seven. I'm two eighteen. So anyone knows that knows like the benchmarks. I'm definitely overweight. Uh, I would like to lose like ten pounds, maybe get like around like two eight, two oh eight, two oh nine to start, and then maybe lose some more weight after that. In terms of working out, I usually do work out a decent amount, but one week I'll work out three days, and the next week I'll work out four days, and then the next week I'll work out two days. I want to get on at least a set schedule. And work out at least five or six days a week uh, for the entirety of like the two months that we're going to mm-hmm. do this. And I might transition into some uh, lighter weights to kind of tone out a li- little bit, but I still want to get stronger and do heavier weights as well. What about you, Rich? So right now, uh, 5'11", 208, right before we weighed in here. Um, would like to try to cut down probably to like 195 to start. Because they usually fluctuate yeah, yeah, between yeah. like 204, 208. Yeah, you always get like a five-pound yeah. fluctuation so, so, um, in that range. But yeah, definitely get consistent. Um, hope you know. I'll talk to CJ maybe about setting up a, a plan maybe. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news maybe. I sabotage but, uh, him. No, I definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to eat a lot of donuts. And <laughs> yeah. Only lift twice a week. That'd be good. <laughs> but yeah, definitely excited don't to get started fight. though. Word, yeah, it'll be so. What's your? Do you have a specific goal as in the weight that you want to be? Yeah, or how uh, your body? How you about, want your body? Probably about one ninety five. But honestly, I'm not too worried about the weight. You know, the numbers. Just more about the actual right. transformation. Yeah. And how, yeah. I, how I feel. And depending on what plan you want to do, we can always just take some of the numbers at the beginning of that plan and then incorporate them into the end. So whether it's a timed run, VO two max, anything like that that we can actually yeah, take. I, I mean, VO two max I would be f- really tough, but <laughs> I got to figure out what I want to do with the foot <laughs> oh yeah your foot <laughs> yeah, how's so, that going i mean it, is that better it's not really painful when i walk or anything but uh that i don't know n- i don't know if i'm ready to run yet that was nasty yeah, when you did that. Yeah. yeah that was crazy yeah we just to fill you guys in we were playing basketball two weekends ago at esu and richie like we played five games 
And towards the end, probably of the, about like the third, fourth game. It was like the four, end of the fourth game. All of a sudden, Richie came down, heard a pop in his foot, oh. right in the arch. Yeah. That was good. Whole bottom of the foot's bruised. So, so he's got something better now. torn, slightly torn down there, or bruised, or whatever. Yeah, who knows? But he did. He did finish out the rest of that next game. Shadow so, Rich. dude, yeah, you tri- you, put, you pushed through, man. The adrenaline was going. Those we games did. get intense, yeah. and we won. And we won, we won, the, we won the series, series on the day. Too. We took it. We over. did. And I, sorry guys, it was literally bros giving, but I picked Mariana instead of Bobby, and yeah, I felt real, and I felt really bad about so that. But we had a good, we had a good two person game going on on the right side of the rim. We were doing a replace, a pick and replace, which was pretty good, guys. Yeah. By the way, if you want to challenge us to basketball. Hit us up. Please do. Dude. Please hit up our squad. Nah, for you, real, for real. You want to play 4v4, you're going to get us 4. You want 5v5, it's going to be us and Mariana. Mariana. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So that's, if you, if you want to play us, man, like. We played at ESU, not that reader's crap. And we'll feel, yeah, ESU's got the best courts, man. They got the breakaway rims. And yeah, that's where you yeah, dude, I just, I just like playing ball, though. So if any of y'all are just going to play ball, hit us up. We're looking, we're always looking for an opportunity to go and to go and ball out. We're, we're so, yeah, I think that just about wraps it up. So. Thank you guys uh, for joining in. Again, there's going to be a lot more content coming out in terms of fitness and in terms of lifestyle. So we're super excited and for that. And hit us up too. Like if you want to go on your own journey with it and send us pictures in, or if you want motivation or tips or anything, yeah, like just hit us idea. up. Let us know. You hit us up right on that Bros Giving account or any of our personal accounts too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, guys. And again, any topics that you guys want to see on future shows, you guys got questions that you want to ask and, yeah. you, and you need some advice. Or, again, you want to be on the show, hit us up. Hit us in our DMs on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. Uh, we don't have a Snapchat, so no Snapchat. Or leave a comment or in the yeah, YouTube section. personal snaps if you have it, and, and, guys, big announcement. We are on Spotify now. We're working on getting Apple Music, but the big thing is we're on Spotify, mm-hmm. so you no longer have to sit through an entire YouTube video. Put it on the car. Having to keep, keep clicking your phone so it stays on. So we're on Spotify. Look mm-hmm. out for that. Uh, releasing that Day in the Life video I was talking about. That's going to be dropping uh, tonight. And it's Tuesday, so I'm going to put that out tonight. We're going to be vlogging this week, and sorry about having to push back our guest, Matt Breen. He uh, has some stuff in midterms, but he's going to be on next week, and we're super, super excited for that episode, and it's going to be good. So thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in. Make sure to tune in next week. Give us a like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube video, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.